Welcome back to the not remotely, not even a little bit famous podcast, What Really Chaps My Ass. This is my self-declared safe space for looking at one issue at a time, or maybe a myriad of issues, explaining why my ass is chapped and provide some solutions that no one will ever implement, and hopefully I can provide a little levity and a little humor along the way. And now, on to the disappointment. For this week, January 4th, 2021. Wow, I really thought this week's episode was going to be on a different topic entirely. And especially after my annual airing of Grievances episode last week, I really was looking forward to not focusing on Trump so much. Now, admittedly, he was and will continue to be my number one grievance, even though he wasn't on my list last week. I'm really starting to believe that he has massive amounts of investments in pharmaceuticals that manufacture blood pressure medications because while I'm not on any now, it has steadily increased over the last four years and I don't think my age is entirely at fault. Could I ignore all this and move on from the political theater? I sure could, but my massive audience of about a dozen people wouldn't be served well if I did. So there are my moments of levity and attempt at a little bit of humor for the week. What follows in this episode is pretty much just raw anger and disgust. To those who are making the choice to not certify the election on January 6th, this includes Cruz, Hawley, about a handful of others in the Senate, and about 140 from the House, according to reports, including my representative, Richard Hudson. You claim massive fraud in a stolen election constantly. You provide no evidence, except using words like unprecedented, levels never seen before, and so on. As elected leaders, your words carry weight, and those listening to you trust what you say. And now, you claim you're doing this to restore integrity and overcome this widespread distrust in our electoral process. That same widespread distrust, by the way, that exists for the simple reason that you caused it. You told your followers that. You let Trump keep repeating it without providing facts. Trump isn't the issue anymore. You are. You get to do it with out any real risk to yourselves because you know this action can't prevent Biden from taking office. You just want the Trump supporter. That is it. You are redefining grandstanding to not only mean intentionally focusing attention on oneself with no realistic chance to change, but you are coming dangerously close to undermining the smooth transition of government for decades to come. You can't just disclaim distrust in the electoral process if you caused it in the first place, all because your grand leader didn't like the outcome. Go fuck yourselves. 
And then, no and then. Yes and then. No and then. Dude, sweet. Dude, sweet. And then. I guess our beloved president was clearly looking out for law and order over the weekend when he basically accused the Secretary of State of Georgia of being a criminal for not reporting the fraud that was so clearly out there. Because in his mind, the size of his rallies versus Biden's drive through type gatherings, um, global fucking pandemic asshole, because some in Alabama told him it was impossible for him to have lost Georgia because they held the Senate. They either held state legislatures or took them over. Totally logical. Just what he sees and hears and thinks, therefore, I win. Like I mentioned in an earlier episode, this is another one of those lines of convenience or drawing a line in the sand that can be wiped over and redrawn as follows. 300,000 fake ballots being shredded, or 3,000 pounds to make it more specific and meaty, 4,925 out-of-state voters, 2,326 absentee ballots with no address, 4,502 voted but were not on registration rolls, 904 from a P.O. box, at least 18,000 were from a ballot stuffer on the internet and they scanned them three times. You know, that Fancy internet lady, whatever the heck her name is. 5,000 dead people voted. Thousands of people were turned away on election day and said they already voted. This was very sad, according to Trump. We've asked for your records many times in our petitions so we can review for ourselves, their lawyers said. And he also managed to weave in some doozies that have nothing to do with Georgia. 18,000 dead people voted in Michigan. 139% of the people voted in Detroit. 200,000 more votes than eligible voters in Pennsylvania. This call was filled with bullshit, potential sedition, libel, slander, and so on. The entire call. Just because you say a bunch of numbers that sound scary and genuinely horrible, if true, does not give you the right to say it. Free speech, my ass. Not giving up, my ass. Fighting hard for my supporters, my ass. Facts, my ass. Every time he stopped talking and allowed Brad or his attorney to get a word in edgewise, which was not often, he was flatly contradicted, sometimes by his own attorney. Ballot stuffing of 18,000 votes during a water main break? The actual video, Mr. President, before it was spliced and diced, doesn't show what you're saying. We had investigators from law enforcement, the FBI review. How does Trump respond to that? Well, where were the poll watchers? Well, the investigators are either dishonest or incompetent. When he was contradicted on out-of-state voters, these were not close to the election like you think. People moved back. People move out and then decide, oh, I like it too much, and then go back. Come on. That was his response. Contradiction on dead people? Uh, sorry, Mr. President. We turned out 
two dead people, which is wrong, but it was two, not 200,000 or 2,000 or 200 or even two times any other number, but one. Oh, well, we checked it out. We laboriously went through the obituaries in the newspapers. But what? He's contradicting the Dominion voting machines. Did they get rid of the machines? No. Did they move the inner parts and replace them? No. Are you sure? Yes. Well, whatever. It's a disaster. On them making record requests many times in weeks ago, some information violates privacy and actually the states run their elections. It is on purpose that the federal government does not run elections or audit them. This is part of this long-standing narrative of demanding something that they know they will never get for legal reasons, but they say it anyway to make it seem that they're after the truth. If you pay attention, and I suggest you absolutely should, every time he is contradicted on this call, and I would argue probably how he answers every contradiction he's ever faced ever, he answers by basically saying kind of like a, I know you are, but what am I? Or he uses catchy attention-grabbing words like disaster, dishonest, incompetent, turmoil, certified by accountants, impossible. You know, those words that seem so certain, so serious, that you have to be crazy to not believe them or at least consider them. During this call, he constantly said that if we just take the minimum for all those numbers, we'd easily be many times that 11,779 number. Oh, so he's doing us a favor and getting conservative, not greedy. He's just looking for the minimum of all those little buckets that total more than he needs. This is still problematic because the total of all these bullshit, crazy conspiracy theories is still fucking zero in the real world. Math 101, any number times zero is zero. And back to my premise on the line of convenience, he obviously drew all these lines in the sand, each of which independently would be a huge case of fraud in illegal voting, if true. But I'll repeat what I've said on prior episodes. He does not believe any of them. His lawyers don't. Neither does Mark Meadows. The point in all this, they are throwing everything at the wall to see what can stick because they don't have to prove any of it. None of it. They won't try either. You want proof of my theory? You go back to Mark Meadows. During the call where he was able to get, I don't know, a breath word of words in, he basically wanted to find a path forward that is less litigious. That's what he said. What does that translate to? They don't want to waste everyone's time by trying to prove things or be by the book. It's also the reason Trump kept saying that if we went with the minimums, they'd win by a lot. This is such a fucking joke. If things were really that bad, why on earth would you only want 11,780 votes found? You say that you could push it all the way to 500,000 vote margin. Go with it. 
I double dog dare you to prove that. That's clearly far more important than just getting the win. Truth matters. Fair elections matter. Actual results matter. Accuracy matters. But to Trump, they only matter a very little, tiny bit. Just enough for him to get the win. This is not about the principle. If it were, then I could clearly understand the reason for some Republicans to object to the certification. But it is so clearly not about that. If it were, then the difference between 500,000 votes that Trump claims he has the margin for and this 11,780 number that Trump wants, that difference between the two, what is that, 488,000 people? He's just okay disenfranchising. If he's got those 488,000, why shouldn't they count? So don't try to tell me that that's not what they really wanted to do. You give them a million things to think about. You throw a bunch of shiny red balls under the air. They are clearly trying to break the law. He needs to be charged with fraud. So do his lawyers. So does Cruz. So do all the Republicans that won't certify the election. Give them the fucking scarlet letter. They deserve it. Let them wear it with whatever warped sense of pride and little dignity they have left. And this is far worse than yelling fire in a crowded theater. This undermines our democratic ideals. And for those still listening to this podcast that don't agree with me, who don't think Trump is genuinely trying to subvert the will of the people, who don't think he is trying to serve as a dictator and quash any that don't agree with him. You and I obviously don't have the same belief system or share the same moral ground. And no, I am not claiming some higher moral ground. Just a moral ground. Any. I mean, come on. This ground isn't even a foot above sea level. Truth matters. Democracy matters. Our voices matter. And fuck you if you think differently. Trump is just fighting for his supporters. He should get the benefit of the doubt. You don't want to listen to the tape or read the transcript and rather just start disagreeing with me? If you listen and don't think this is basically a rambling fucking lunatic? What else do you need? As I stated earlier, it should have stopped with making fun of McCain and stopped with making fun of a disabled reporter and stopped long ago. But it didn't stop long ago. It kept going. The line kept on getting pushed further. The morals, the decency, everything got put aside. Silence was golden and still is. And I don't ask for a lot with this. I am asking for common sense. That is it. I am a person of principle. I stand up for what I believe in. I'm not afraid to say it. But on the same page, I will stand up for your right to disagree with me. Emphatically. What I do not want is silence, is complicity, is it doesn't really matter to me. What I don't want 
as a veiled friendship with anyone who can't even try to see it my way, even a little bit. Those who are of the opinion that whatever he says, it's just Trump being Trump. I'm so tired of that argument. This call was not a perfect call like your Ukraine one. This call was laced with veiled threats, was laced with bullshit, was laced with conspiracy theories that have been proven false over and over again. The FBI is incompetent. The courts are incompetent. The Supreme Court isn't doing its job. So we're to understand that Trump is to be taken seriously over every fucking establishment and system that we hold dear. Every one of them. For shit. Trump knows all. Trump knows better. And if you can't see that all he wants is ultimate power and to continue this Trump dynasty crap, then you're not seeing it clearly. You all know what I believe in. Not everything, but I have shared enough in these podcasts and in my posts on Facebook and in private conversations that I've had with friends and family to know what I think and how I approach things. You know that I am a good person. You know that I am a person of principle. That honesty matters. That effort matters. That trying matters. And if you can't at least partly see what I see from this ridiculous conversation, from these ridiculous attempts to stop the certification. Don't just stop at unfollowing me on your news feed. Send me a text and tell me we can't be friends. Unfriend me on Facebook so I know it. I am okay with that. I don't want to waste time with folks that have zero intent to try to understand me as a person and respect my beliefs. Because I would fucking respect theirs. Why is this so important to me, you ask? You may not ask it, but I'm going to ask myself the question anyway. It's because this is about right and wrong. It's about truth. This narcissistic, egomaniacal, lying, no good, blowhard, lowlife, ignorant, brainless. She'll listen to a call for evidence. Dickless. Why don't you ask Stormy Daniels for evidence? Heartless like the fucking Tin Man leeching onto Dorothy in Oz. Fat ass, look at any picture. Cheetos-faced buffoon, again, look at a picture for evidence. Holy shit, where's the Tylenol? Allowing this fuck to have any access to a bullhorn or any real power is paramount to giving up the truth. And I think it's time to get him fitted for a jumpsuit that matches his face. I'm fucking done. And I didn't buy a mic drop sound effect, but that's what it was, just so you know. And that is at the core of what really chaps my ass this week. I want to thank you again for listening to the episode. And remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show when you get a chance. It helps us to reach more listeners in their searches. You love it? Let me know and share the podcast with every single person you know. Or bust into their phone and subscribe for them. If you hate it, step up to the counter, order what you want, slide to the left, pay, and leave. And don't you dare ask for bread. 
Holy shit, where's the Tylenol?